This is a life-changing message from Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. More information about Abundant Life can be found at www.alcc1.org. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Miller. See, when I love my brother, there's certain things, you know, I'm not going to do to hurt him. This is what God showed me this week. He said, I want to show you something. He said, Kadeem, wave at me. That's Kadeem. But for the sake of this illustration, that's Jesus. <laughs> what did he do? What did he do? Yeah. He liked that, didn't he? He liked it. It is what it is. Y'all didn't know Jesus was swole. <laughs> amen, amen. All right. Amen. And look at Jesus. Look at Jesus like. All right, now watch this. Here I, here I am. This is me and you. I have a problem with this guy. I hate him. But God said, this is what God said to me. He said, you can never get to me if you hate this guy. In order to get to me, you got to love this guy so that you can see and experience what I have. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so we're trying to do everything else to get to him. And we're trying to avoid the very thing that God says, I'm going to use this to take you to the next level. See, trials and trials and tests that come in your life are come to apply to that heart so that those impurities will come out. The whole purpose of certain trials is so that you can come up to the place where you need to be. Okay, I need to I need to give you scripture on that. But he told me to he he said, Jack, you got to go through this guy. Why? Now, he said, now, you got to understand what he's telling me today. He's saying, I'm love, but you're saying you love me, but you hate this guy. It doesn't work. You can't walk with me while you're hating that guy. The two don't work. And we do everything to get around that. And so we think, well, I could, I'll close my eyes. And... It doesn't work like that. I got to love him. And, you know, that don't mean I got to go parties with him. But I got to love him. There's certain things I got to do. I got to protect my heart. Thank you. The other day we started a new thing. A couple weeks ago we started. How many of y'all remember the plant? It's still there. It's still there. No, you ain't looking at it. It's still over there. What do you see different? Oh. It's looked like it's dying. It used to be vibrant. That's what an offense will do to you. I was over there the other day trying to bring them back. I was like, someone has neglected you. I said, oh, we forgot to take care of you. And because when you don't take care of your heart and you don't protect your heart, according to Proverbs 4, what happens is things start to die. Even though it's still presentable, it's starting to die. There are two plants that are gone now. It would take a miracle to bring them back. That's what happens when a brother gets offended he allows things to come in and then it destroys all everything around it. 
And if you're not careful, the whole family will be taken out. All because of one offense. I'm good. Amen. Does that make sense? Turn with me to Psalms 119, 165. Now, I can take it. Psalms 119, 165. We read it before. Let's read it again because I got to get done. I'll, and I want you to understand this. Look what the Bible says. Psalms 119, 165. Hallelujah. You can have a victorious life and stay in church and not get offended. Hunt your neighbor say, I can live victorious and not be offended. Great peace have they which love thy law and nothing shall offend them. Y'all hear that? So he says, I can live a place of feet. Write this down so that you get it before we leave. Satan is behind every offensive situation, and it's designed to entrap you. Every offensive situation is designed to entrap you. And we said this, people that get hurt and say, I'm hurt, people, uh, I'm being hurt by people in the church and that causes you to leave. You had your faith on the people, not on God. Because Satan's behind every move of that, of an offense. There are four seeds and four ways that that seed of offense gets in you. There are four seeds and four ways the seed of offense gets in you. And keep in mind that your perception your perception is not always reality. Amen. It could be reality, but not your perception. You've got to understand that everything that you see may not be right the way you see it. Somebody say amen. There are four ways the seed gets in us. Write this down so that you always remember it. Four ways that the enemy allows this seed or tries to place this seed in us. Is number one, what others said unto us. Sometimes people say cutting and abrasive words. And sometimes these remarks are intended to wound. So I got to be careful. There are certain things I say. There are certain things around me. There, there are certain people that are close to me that I say to them on purpose. That they don't get offended. Amen. So it builds up a... a uh, What's that thing called? A uh, callus. So that they're not easily offended over words. That if I say something to you, that you're not easily offended. You know, I'll even ask you sometimes. I'll look at you. If I say something, I'll look at you and I'll go, oh, you all right? And then I'll just stand there and wait for you. You okay? You know, all right? It's amazing. I can say certain things to my grandson. He'd laugh it off and he'd keep going. He's like, okay, you got me. Ah, you know, and he's on and he forgets. It's a, it's amazing. As a child, he forgets all about what he just did. He got, he got corrected and he kept moving. You know, I said, I, I said, Josiah, Josiah, don't touch that. I said, Josiah, don't do that, son. 
Josiah, don't touch it. He laughed. <laughs> I said, don't do, don't do it now. Don't do it to yourself. <laughs> it's all fun and games before you get plucked. <laughs> he laughed. He's under, underneath my door, my wife's desk. Ah, this is funny. You can't get me. Plap. Uh-oh. This just got real. Plap. 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 Release. Plap. Then he's like, ah, man, that hurt. I was like, hey, man, you're going to be okay, though. It's a tough life being a kid. Man, he cried for that little bit. Next thing you know, he come on back. Hey, let's run. All right. And I'm like, this is cool. He got corrected. He's away from the bad part, and he keeps going. He's not offended. He didn't go sit in the corner. Now, I've had moments with him where he just crossed his arms. He just, you haven't seen your grandson? My grandson crossed his arms. Because I just, I just, I said something to him, and he was like, and then he put his head down, like, and then he'll drop his arms. And then I'll say, get yourself right. Emotionally, something's wrong. Come on back. Okay. See, at a young age, you start teaching them how to assimilate and how to deal with their emotions. Everything is an offense to him. And, and he grows by it. And see, he'll, he'll be stronger by it. By the time he's five, he'll, he'll have mastered some things in life already because he was taught. That everything isn't designed to kill you. Some correction comes to help you grow to the next level. <laughs> All right. So what others said to us, everything is not that serious. Everything. And like I said, I say things. I say things to tie all the time because I don't want her offended. I actually told her I will say things to you purposely so that you don't get offended. Are you with me? See, because if you're going to be with me, there are going to be times in the heat of battle. I ain't got time to be cuddling you. You see what I mean? I ain't got time to, oh, baby, you all right? All right. No, 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 no. Come on. We can do this. Can I say this and you not be offended? Somebody say amen. amen. All right. Is that all right? Yeah. All right. So, so what others say. So sometimes I got to check what I'm saying, too. That's that doesn't give me the carte blanche to say what I want to say. That's I just want to be. See, because some of y'all just don't have no filter. And what I mean by that, you're not listening to the Holy Ghost. You just say whatever you want to say. And you could, oh, you should be mature enough to handle it. You should be mature enough not to say it. It does go both ways. Hey, how about we think before we say? Because some stuff you don't need to say. Amen. Girl, when you going to change your hair? How long you going to have it that way? That ain't your business. And you actually thought that dress was nice, didn't you? What? Those fighting words. I've been in church where they fought. I couldn't believe my mouth was open too. I was like, they said they're back there fighting. What? Two girls from Philly. I was like, there it is, Philly. I just threw some stone on purpose because I just said Philly. Now, if you're from Philly, you might have got offended. I can't believe why didn't he say Delaware? They just is bad. 
Amen. Don't get offended. Don't take offense. Somebody say, hey, you know, I told somebody this. My bishop told me this years ago. He's gone on. Uh, but he told me this years ago. He said, he said, the only one that yelps is the one that get hit. You can throw a stone in a pack of dogs, and there's only going to be one that gets hit because he got hit. Keep smiling. Keep barking. It ain't you. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. Secondly, amen. what others did not say to us. Sometimes we get offended because somebody didn't say something to us that they should have. We didn't get up and we didn't say good morning. I told you about the time my son got offended because I didn't say happy birthday to him right away. He got offended. He got offended, took that thing all day. Took that thing all day. And he waited. See, his birthday was in January. He waited till October to pay it back. See, that thing was on him. No, 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 this is true, true story. If, you see, if he's in the back, he can come on out and dispute it. You know, he in the back, he in the back working. You know, and that, that boy held that thing till October. See, my birthday is in October. So that boy took it from January, 10 months later. My birthday. He sees me. He went on about his business in the house. That's what he did. He did no lie. He did. He said, he was waiting for October 5th to come. As soon as it clicked 12, he woke up. I think he woke up and he was like, hey, it's here. The day has arrived. Payback time, Mr. Miller. He couldn't wait. I think his alarm, I think that was the one time he woke up super early. He said, I want to be up. I want to see his face. I want to let him feel. See, because her people hurt people. See, when we get offended, if, we're not, if we don't deal with it, we'll bring that thing right back to somebody else. One of the greatest stories in the Bible we ain't got time to teach on it is Joseph. Joseph had opportunity to be offended with Potiphar. Oh, no. Now, watch this. He had opportunity to be offended with his, his brothers. And see, when he got in charge, man, he could have brought them all down. Maybe we need to go back and reteach that. He could have brought them all down. He could have said, oh, we're part of a wife. Come here, girl. Miss Nasty, come here. You tried to lie on the brother, didn't you? <laughs> Who's up in charge now? See, offended people, if, if his heart wasn't right, he would have went back after her. He would have went and got Potiphar. Even his brothers, he would have said, payback time. That's when you take the glass off. Y'all don't know who this is? <laughs> you know who's in charge now? Who's in the hole? I got up out of that hole. Now it's a little payback time. And the brothers could have tripped. It was like, oh, my God, look at what happened. But this guy didn't get offended. Because God had his hand on his life. And so Joseph didn't allow what happened to him to dictate how he was going to treat those who did it to him. Man, that was good. He didn't do that. You go read the story. Joseph had a right to go get Potiphar and his wife. Especially his wife. Get his wife. And see, that's what first thing we want to do is get a little payback. 
Can I get a witness? Anybody ever done something to you? I mean, Holly did something to you and you ain't like it. You ain't like and you was a believer. And if you're not careful, you thought things. There are days I had to shake myself and say, Satan, you are defeated. Because I started thinking, I said, where'd that thought come from? He said, man, you can do this. You can do this and you can throw that stone on nobody know it's your hand. That ain't God. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I'll repay. We let God deal with it. Somebody say, our job is to love. Come on, somebody. Amen. I'm going to tell you, as soon as you say my job is to love, that's when you'll get challenged. All right, let's go on. So what others did not say to me, sometimes people don't say the right thing to me. I don't get my attaboy like I should have. I got up and fixed this girl breakfast and she didn't even say thank you. Somebody say amen. Because she didn't say nothing to me. Amen. And I can get offended over that. All right. See, that comes because you didn't feel appreciated. A lot of times that happens in church because pastor don't say nothing to you. I don't have heaven nor hell to put you in. The attaboy shouldn't come from me. That comes from God. Somebody say amen. Second, thirdly, what others did to us. Sometimes people do mean things to you. And they do some sad things to you, humiliating things to you. And, and if you're not careful, it'll cause you to be offended. But you've got to be able to let that go. And, and, and God told me this, and maybe it'll help you. He said, you're going to have to learn to forget. Now watch this. See, because now God is able to really forget a thing. But people have trouble. And the reason why we have trouble is because we marinate over the thing over and over. And see, we let that thing define that person. And so because that thing defines that person, every time I see you, it brings back my feelings. And see, I get caught back in my feelings again. Why? Because I never dealt with it. But God told me, you got to learn to forget. It's not saying that it totally goes away. But I refuse to allow this thing to dictate to me how I treat you. That's the forgetting he's talking about. I'm not going to let this. And see, I've had people do some mean things to me. I've been in church for 20 years. uh, Over 20 years. Longer than about 30, 40 years. And in that space of time, how how long y'all been in church? 26 years. How many of y'all had something done to you that you didn't appreciate? And you were like, that ain't right. That ain't right. You ever do that? That ain't right. And you ever go, I should get them. Lord, use me to get them. (laughs) Now, now see how crazy that sounds? Use me to get them. Why? Because you want to, and see, praying for somebody's downfall is not good. That ain't God. That's, a, that's hurt. That's praying out of hurt. God, you know, you know what I did. You know, you know what they did to me. Get them, Lord. God is not your attack dog. So he can get them when you feel like it. And then you hear something happens to him and you're rejoicing. 
check your heart. You're rejoicing. Oh, hey, did you hear they had that accident? <laughs> What's wrong with you? That's a problem. That's a heart problem. See, here's another thing I see believers do. Believers. We know one another. Serve one another. Serve with one another. Then we act like we don't know one another when we, act, when we get offended. Now I can't talk to you. Now I can't even speak to you. But you could speak to me last week before you got offended. That's not God. Somebody say amen. amen. If we want to change the world, it has to start with us first. Amen. Can I get a witness? Amen. Somebody say amen. So that was number three. All right. Number four was what people didn't do for us. Sometimes we get upset because of what people did not do for us. Because they didn't do certain things for us. I'm offended. Church didn't give me money. And they gave everybody else money. I'm offended. Last week was Mother's Day. Boy, I'm going to tell y'all something. Can I, can I be real with you? Last week, I was sitting there, sitting there when they started giving their, what y'all give away? Those little packages they gave away. I said, oh, glory to God. I did. I was sitting right there. I, got, I went, oh, the enemy's going, oh, my God. And they were up there trying to say, now, hey, praise the Lord, dude. We won't just be a blessing to these two mothers. And I was like, I know for sure whoever somebody's sitting here going to get offended. Because they looked at these women as lower class citizens. Because they were not at the place they were. Well, I know I'm talking right. Because the Spirit of the Lord has spoke to me. He said, oh, somebody's getting offended. I don't care how bad you just taught that. Somebody's offended because they didn't receive something. I've learned, I've learned this in church. If I didn't receive an attaboy or something that didn't come, I'm okay. I'd rather get mine from heaven anyway. Somebody say, if somebody chooses to honor me out in public, that's fine too. But hey, if they don't, I'm okay. Is that all right? Did anybody get anything? Y'all getting anything? Let me finish up here. The seed, if this seed gets deposited in you these four ways, there are two ways, two things that's going to come up. Number one is bitterness. Number two is resentment. And bitterness and resentment always show themselves by what you say and also by what you do. By what you say and always by what you do. Bitterness will always have you playing the victim. You'll always blame everybody else around you, but not you. That's why God wants to show you. Turn with me to Isaiah 48 and 10 before we leave. Isaiah 48 and 10. I, got, I guarantee you, man, you've got to be careful that you don't get offended. Isaiah 48 and 10. All right. I want you to understand something. God is trying to show you some things with on the inside of you so that you can understand and recognize this is some things I've got to work on. Amen. Everything that happens to you is not that serious. Everything that somebody says against you is not that serious. Can I get a witness? Is, am I the only one that feels that way? 
You know, I, got, I can't take everything to heart. Somebody say amen. Now, there are some people. Now, I will say this. There are some people that do some mean things to you. You need to move away. You know, but I think we can have, you know, Mike, I think we have a place. We big girl and boy enough. I think we can have conversations. It's a problem when we can't have conversation. You just run. Now, a believer just don't run. They can talk. Somebody say amen. amen. Behold, I have refined thee, but not with silver. I have chosen thee in the furnace of affliction. Look what God says. I'm going to use the furnace of affliction to really bring out the impurities. Gold doesn't become gold and pliable until the impurities are gone. In order for gold, listen, in order for gold to get hard, it needs things that are impure to get into it so it becomes hard. Somebody say amen. amen. All right, turn with me to 1 Peter 6 and 7, please. 1 Peter 6 and 7. And, I, and I'm going to read you a few things and then I'm going to send you home. Is that okay? Y'all getting anything? Jesus is Lord. If, if he's teaching you on offenses, and we've been on offense, teaching about offenses on a cycle, you must know it's coming. The opportunity to be offended is, is going to come. How many already had something? Amen. How many of you already had something at church? Not this church, though, right? Amen. Now, see, can I say something? There is no perfect church. Now, you may think there is, but there's no perfect church. Amen. And I got to tell you another little secret. They don't want to tell you this, but there's no perfect pastor. All right. <laughs> For what, why he saying that? Casting all, wait a minute, I ain't say First Peter 5, 7. What did I say? I said First Peter 1, 6 and 7. Isn't that what I said? I said First Peter 1, 6 and 7. Isn't that what I said? Yes, I did. Isn't that what I said, Stephanie? First Peter 1. Look, Gary said, yep, there's whatever. First Peter 1, 6 and 7. See, baby girl got it. Why, how come she the only one got it? All right, y'all ready? Because you got to go home. Amen. Wherein, oh, we got to go home. Wherein you great rejoice, greatly rejoice, though not now for a season. If need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. Next verse, please. That the trial of your faith. Y'all see this? That the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perish. Though it be tried with fire. See, he put the illustration with it so you could see it. Might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. There are certain things that I go through is designed to get impurities out of me. Did you know sometimes offenses happen so that you can see where you are? <laughs> how you're going to respond. How are you? You know, how are you? How can, can you handle someone saying something outside, calling you something outside your name? How do you deal when, when somebody lies? Man, the first thing is you want them back. But that's your flesh talking. 
If you respond to them the way they responded to you, the cycle continues. But if I break the cycle and saying enough is enough, uh, I'm just going to love on you today. Somebody say amen. amen. And that's what we've got to learn to do is love on, not a fake love, but a real love that says, you know, I love for you. I real love for you and I pray for you. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that, the, you know, you, we don't have to avoid one another. Man, that's, that's, that's a, write this down quickly before we go. Man, is God good? Amen. Y'all receive me anything? Okay, I got to send you home. All right. How do we fix this problem called offense? Number one, write this down quickly. Know what an offense is. It's a trap. It's a snare. It's the scandal. The enemy is using it to get me in something. Somebody say amen. amen. Secondly, realize that the enemy again, and I'm saying it again, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Realize that the enemy is behind the, the offense. Somebody say amen. amen. Number three, we're going to make sure you and I are going to make sure we walk in love. Regardless of how I feel about you, I'm going to walk in love. Amen. Regardless of how you treat me, it's, it's a little tough sometimes, but I'm going to walk in love. I'm not saying it's going to be an easy, easy task, so I'm going to say it's going to be a task. That's what faith is for. Faith says, I'm going to put my faith out there and I'm going to love on you. Amen. I'm going to love on you. Somebody say amen. amen. I'm going to walk in forgiveness towards one another. One of the things the Bible wants us to do is walk in forgiveness towards one another. I, I have to let some things, I, I, you know, I just got to forgive you even if you didn't come to me. I got to stand in a place of ready to forgive. Amen. Does that make sense? I got to be able to, you know what, I, Father, I don't know why they did it, but I don't want to count it on them. I want them to see the error of their own ways because I don't want them to get into See, because I'm not trying to get in unforgiveness. Unforgiveness is a blessing blocker. It shuts down everything. Somebody say amen. 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 Number six, I got to learn, or is that six? I got to learn from my past problems. Number five, I got to learn from my past problems. If this has happened to me before, I got to be able to let this go. Amen. You sure that wasn't number six? Amen. I got to learn that I got to be able to learn if this has happened to me in the past, I got to be able to learn from how I deal with it. Somebody say amen. amen. I have to recognize that, hey, if this has went down on me before, I'm going to love you and you again. The more I love, the more I pass the test, the better off I get. Somebody say amen to that. Amen. amen. And last but not least, again, I got to get to this place where I am using preventative measures now. I'm, pre- I'm using preventative measures. I'm preparing myself so that I'm getting myself in a place, in a position so that when something does not go as I had planned it, I'm still good. You see what I mean? When somebody says something cross to me, I'm still good. You know what happened to me one time? Being pastor, I got to leave. Uh, somebody said something to me. I was at a, I was, well, I ain't going to tell you where it was. Uh, but one of the members said something to me. And they said something very disrespectful. 
you know. And uh, they were sitting there and they said it. And I was like, whew. I did one of them numbers. I was, because I knew, you know, you ever feel yourself rise? And I felt me blowing up. And I, and I looked at him and I said, I walked outside. I walked outside and I walked and I kept walking. And uh, one of the believers saw me out there. They asked me, I think it was you. You asked me and you said, wow. And he didn't realize I was, I was at the top. Because I, I was like, you know, that's when the enemy tells you, I can't believe they said that to you. That ain't right. They forget you was the pastor. That's disrespectful. I'd clip him if I was you. Oh, you ain't never had them feelings? No, I'm talking about being in church. Somebody said something really bad to you, and, and your old flesh was like, you could slap them and they didn't see it coming. Your flesh was like, get them, boy, get them, get them, go on, get them, get them, Jack, get them. And I kept saying to myself, and I kept saying to myself, I kept walking. I said, if I can't speak to you now, I'm going to keep walking. And I just kept walking. And I just kept turning around, pacing, and folk didn't know, why pass outside? He just needs some fresh air right now. And I just kept doing that because, see, I said, God, you need work on me. I need a little help here. I said, because right now I want to do bodily harm. And see, and I got to a place, watch this. I got to a place also where I didn't have to touch you now. That I could do some stuff with this mouth. That could, see, because if I hit you, now watch this. If I hit you, and this is where we got to get as believers. If I hit you, that only lasts for five minutes. That sting. But if I say some stuff that cuts you. The enemy will use that for you later. That'll go on for years if I live. And see, because the enemy is good at giving you words to say that that person was dealing with in their childhood. And you didn't even realize it, but you said it. And that thing messed with them. And from that moment, they looked at you, but they didn't tell you. You just said something that hurt, that cut. And that's why I said we can murder with our tongue and we got to be careful with words are coming out because once those words are out, they're out. I did something with my wife this morning and I forget what it was. I said something to her and I in a court of law, they say, strike that. And I said something to her and I said, strike that. I said the reason why I said strike that is because I wanted you to hear it, but I wanted to see I wanted to say it wasn't right to say it. That's the way it does in court of law. I, I want to introduce this, but I know it's illegal, so I'll say it so it'll sit and rest in your mind. That's how I deal with the jury. I'll say it like that. I'll say, well, you, you really wasn't a good mo- mother anyway. Strike that. I'm sorry. But I just did the damage. <laughs> now, we were joking. There was something I said. I forget what it was. It was a joke. And I said, do you know why people say strike that in the court is so that they can get away with saying things they shouldn't say to hurt that other individual. 
be careful that the enemy, and I got to go, but be careful that the enemy does not use us to bring division. Watch what comes out our mouth and how it comes out because it can injure and hurt people years from now. Amen? Amen. I'm out of time. I thank you for yours. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. The proceeding is a recording by the teaching ministry of Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. If this has been a blessing to you and you wish to sow into our ministry, you may send a check or money order made payable to Abundant Life Christian Center or ALCC at P.O. Box 415, Bear, Delaware, 19701. Thank you for listening. And remember, Satan is defeated, darkness is dispelled, and Jesus Christ is Lord.